Well, well, greetings, my family and friends, my partners, and everybody around the world listening to the Just Vibing podcast. We are the affiliate of Vibes Radio Incorporated. Oh, yes, this is a very unlikely, usual time of year that we are going through. Of course, we got this COVID-19 pandemic uh, amongst us at this point. And it is getting real. Um, I have seen some numbers last night, or maybe it was early this morning. But now we are the epicenter, the country, the United States of America is the epicenter of this coronavirus outbreak with 194 plus thousands of people who are um, who are infected with this dangerous disease it's very dangerous it is a silent killer all right um what i'm going to be talking about today is how do we cope with life being taken away from this pandemic how are you coping uh or let's just say it like this how are you surviving normally that this pandemic is infecting our economy of course it's affecting your money and we all know it's affecting life because we can't even have no fun like we did on new year's day or new year's eve or on Valentine's Day. We didn't even get a chance to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. All the St. Patrick's Day started. Well, all the all of the St. Patrick's Day celebrations around the world had to be canceled because of this pandemic. So, what are the things that you are doing that I am doing? To like live every day while dealing with this. First of all, I want to say that I want to extend appreciation and thanks to everybody who is listening to the Just Vibing podcast. I appreciate your support and do support me more. It doesn't stop from here. All right. Also, if you want to follow my social media, my social media, I got two Instagrams. The first one is TurnUpDJCM. The second one is I am Chris M A T L. Also, I'm on Facebook at Christopher Dream Big Monroe. Monroe is M U N R O E, not M O N R O E, because 95% of people. That I have to give my government government name to. They always get my last name wrong. It never fails. So let's get it right. M-U-N-R-O-E. All right. So going into uh, today's topic or this episode's topic. Pretty much uh, how I've been dealing with the pandemic and life being stripped away temporarily because of this pandemic 
Um, you know, I have done a great job of, for one, keeping busy. And two, just keeping yourself, well, I guess it means the same thing as being busy, but keeping yourself occupied, not only physically, but mentally. You know, it's a lot of stuff that you can do that we all don't realize that you can do instead of going out all the time. People can read, watch movies, do TikTok videos with their kids, uh, or people do yoga and exercises at home. And some people, well, like um, the girl that I'm trying to pursue, she is over her best friend's house uh, to do a little brunch. Anything is possible inside a home. And guess what? It saves you money. Right? But also, it's no better feeling than getting out and enjoying life outside the house. I agree. It's no better feeling than that. So with this being said, I have been coping with it very, very well. Because it's not like I'm a homebody. Um, I'll stay in when I feel like it, but when there's a beautiful day outside or when I feel like getting out and about, that I will be out and about. Sometimes people have to go by the word of God. You know what I'm saying? When he says to humble thyself, right? And when you humble yourself, you are really uh, um, letting the word speak into your soul that speaks life and speaks wisdom and speaks encouragement and speaks everything that you need to know in order for you to listen to God. The only way you can listen to God is if you're humble. You know, just do things on the chill side pretty much is what it means. Now, as me being a public servant, I do work for, I'm not going to give all of my business out there, but I am a public servant. I'm not 12. I'm not a firefighter. I'm not a part of the emergency management. You know what I'm saying, people? I'm just a public servant. I just do what I do under a government entity that serves the constituents of whoever local municipality that I serve. And I am an essential employee. So, you know, I would say, unfortunately, but fortunately, um, I do have to report to work. All essential staff have to report to work. So, of course, that puts me at risk. That puts me at, I wouldn't say the forefront, but it puts me out there in a way where people can look at me and like, you can catch this stuff because you're out there. Well, it's all about being safe with it too. You know, I've went to work. We have took precautionary measures to make sure that we stay safe and that we keep this virus down while we have to report. So we're talking about sanitizing our areas. We're talking about washing our hands for 20 seconds. If we have to cough, if we have to sneeze, you sneeze in a tissue or a paper towel, whatever, and you throw that joker in the trash. Or if you don't have like 
the toiletries around you to help you cover that sneeze up, you know, use the crook of your arm. Sneeze or cough in the crook of your arm. We're doing everything possible to make sure that we don't spread no germs that possibly could be that germ that nobody don't want to catch that is lethal. It's COVID-19. Uh, we've been reporting for the last going on three weeks this week. Nobody hasn't been at our job. We haven't been around anybody who has been exposed. We have not been in any areas that was exposed to this COVID-19 virus. And we are keeping our distance from each other. We all got our own offices. So, I mean, we're split up anyway, but wherever we go, we make sure we stay six feet apart. So we are definitely safe. We are definitely taking precautionary measures every day to wipe down all of our areas that pretty much is frequently occupied or frequently touched by people's hands. So that's the ultimate goal of definitely cutting down this virus, cutting down the risk, and also remaining safe. That's just if you have to come in for work as an essential employee. Also, um, that's one of the things that is pretty much keeping me sane is the ability to get out and about, but just to go to work. Um, some people go to the grocery stores or do more of the essential stuff to make them get out the house. And then, you know, if you don't have nothing essential to go to, people get out, walk the dog, walk the kids. They take exercise walks um, or just get out and about and just breathe in the fresh air, which right now it ain't fresh because it's a very high pollen count. But people get out anyways, especially if the pollen don't bother them. If it doesn't bother you, then hey, well, you in good hands. Doesn't bother me that much at all, really. I think pollen has never bothered me ever since I actually have became mature. But I do have sinus issues sometimes, but those sinus issues happen all year long. It doesn't just mostly happen in the springtime. So I am good. Pollen really doesn't bother me like it did when I was younger. Now it's just, you know, it's just you have to limit a little bit of exposure because it will at some point make you sneeze, especially if it's very, very high. And you only have to be a healthy person that you don't have to really be a healthy person that say that pollen doesn't bother them. And at the end of the day, you don't sneeze. You will be sneezing because it's out there. We're all breathing it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's our nose, you're going to sneeze. Plain as day. Also, what I've been doing to cope with the stress of getting, um, I wouldn't say quarantined, but also, well, yeah, getting quarantined or being inside during this pandemic is also 
um, you know, watching movies, watching YouTube, watching whatever is on TV, you know, just keeping my mind occupied, um, not only with that, but with reading and with, um, listening to audiobooks and listening to other stuff that will keep your mind occupied. You know, it's certain people that hasn't been used to stand inside and humbling themselves to the point where they can actually do something that will feed the mind and will feed the soul. And nobody doesn't know how to do that because they're the ones that will go out all the time. Like I said earlier, there's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes, especially on a day like today, every Sunday, pretty much, you know, you have to spend this day to reflect, you know, you have to spend the day um, to really think out some things and to prepare for what the week has to come. And that's why not too many people do too many things on a Sunday. Now, if you realize when you have music festivals, especially here in Atlanta, the music festivals do not end on Sunday. Some of them, if they're major, major, they do. But some of them don't. The last days is on a Saturday because Sunday is all about humbling yourself. You know, and that's why Sundays are always the perfect days of just doing stuff without an event going on. You know, um, the only thing that may go on on a Sunday is probably a sporting event. And if it's a sporting event, it's going to happen early. Like the Falcons game or the Braves game. Those events may happen about one. Kickoff, one o'clock, four o'clock. You know, the first pitch, 135, 335, 445. You know, when is there as a Hawks game? Most of the Hawks games sometimes be early at six, be early as three, be early as two o'clock because most people want to get all of their stuff out the way so you can spend the rest of your time to reflect. So pretty much with this ongoing pandemic that we are in right now, it's literally giving us pretty much a wake-up call. You know, it's not on the health side of things, but it is on our mental too. And this is probably God's way of letting people know that everybody needs to be focused on me. Because you letting distractions veer you from focusing on me. So I'm going to give you a distraction. And I'm going to give you a distraction that's going to be a huge wake up call. call, So that way everybody can focus on me. 
And ladies and gentlemen, everybody at this point is literally begging to the man upstairs to survive through this pandemic. Literally, it does feel like punishment. But we didn't do anything wrong. But this is not a bad punishment. This is a good punishment. Because we know that we have to do what we have to do to stop the spread of this disease. And pretty much what federal and state and local government officials are saying, the way to beat this is if we distance ourselves. And the way to beat this is not to be out and about. Which that's why a majority of businesses and bars and nightclubs and big, big venues that can host bigger shows and events, they're all closed. They're all closed. Our jobs, they're not closed, but nobody can't be there because we all know how many people can occupy a building. So if it's so many people that occupies a building, that means you got so many people there, it's not six feet apart. So it can spread rapidly like it has been. So that's why you have companies, they're not closed, closed. Obviously, they're still operating. But now we have to telework. You know what I'm saying? And we're saying telework, not telecommute, but telework. Everybody working from home. Well, in my case, I don't telework. (laughs) I actually have to go downtown and work. But at the end of the day, pretty much I've been doing well coping with this pandemic because for one, I knew it was coming. And two, I was prepared because if you're God's child, You will be prepared for a battle. And this is a battle that we're facing, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't realize it by now, this is a battle that we are facing. We're facing a battle of a freaking virus. A virus that nobody don't even know of. Not even the health officials, not even the people who's trying to get the vaccines and the medicines together and to do research to find out if this stuff kills the COVID-19. We're in a battle, ladies and gentlemen. We are being battle tested. If you are covered by the blood of Jesus, then the battle should not be yours. The battle is always going to be the Lord's. And I'm not getting this when Yolanda Adams, because what she's saying is pretty much true. And it's in the Bible. But we are being tested, people. We have over 3,000 people in America that has died from this pandemic so far. And more are stated to die. And I'm praying for the folks in Washington and New York. Because those are the two hit hard states. Like... In New York, you can't even walk out of your of your residence. It's just that bad. 
And you know you got to walk out to get groceries, get food, all that stuff. They are literally locked in. Because they have the most cases up there than anybody else in the United States so far. Down here in Georgia, the cases have went up to about 2,400. Probably is going to hit 3,000 tomorrow. But we only have is about 79 people who have passed away from this COVID-19. Which lesser deaths, more people infected, I guess is a good thing. But still is bad because the cases are growing which means that those numbers of people dying from this disease is going to grow too. But we want to hear news and hopefully soon that we will within the forthcoming weeks that we have gained control of this virus and we have cases, no new cases. The cases are dropping and we can put this economy back on the railroad track rolling again the stock market crashed for the last two weeks because companies are closing or companies are not making the actual profits in order to invest in their stocks can't shop in a store can't shop in a mall when you don't have no consumers that invest in your business your business getting infected Like the virus, infecting people. Your business gets infected by lack of consumers. So now, when all of this is over with, it's like we're hitting the reset button. All the businesses got to gather up all their losses from profits for the last two, three weeks, months, however this is going to last. So we have to be mindful of the fact that, of course, we have never been through this before, but we will get through this and we will get through this together. But we all have to play a part in making sure that we slow and definitely stop the spread of COVID-19 before anybody else or even more people, especially the ones that's at risk and as at higher risk gets infected. Now, another thing that I've been doing to cope with the reality of staying in home is listening to music, you know, a part of being occupied and part of being busy because music does everybody a huge big favor you know no matter what genre that you listen to music feeds the soul you know it's certain music that is meaningful what really all music is meaningful all music influences it tells a story it tells real life situations and when you listen to the right things like when you listen to the right songs at the right time then that's that perfect mood that you need to help you reflect, you know? Now, to me, 
I listen to all sorts of music. The only thing that I don't listen to is the music that gives me a headache, like that metal shit and that, you know, that little Latino stuff that I don't even know what the hell they saying. But other than that, I listen to everything. It's not only the trap music that we have booming here in Atlanta and everywhere else, but I listen to some good hip hop. I listen to rap. I listen to rock, alternative. I listen to pop. I listen to gospel. I listen to um, a few country songs that has a mixture of rock. I don't like that little contemporary country stuff. Like I can't vibe into that. Um, I like R&B, definitely. Trap soul or maybe the new era of if you want to rename it like that trap r&b um you know i also i like to listen to live music i like to listen to bands that is grooving it out making a crowd go wild and crazy you know i i love stuff like that because i'm just a musically sound person i mean that's why i am a dj you know, because I just like music and I like feeding people's souls with the type of music that I play. And it's also depending on the environment that I'm in. Like, I can't play certain types of music at a high school. You know what I'm saying? Rather than I do if I were at a lounge or if I was at a club. So, it's always definitely a vibe. When you're feeding yourself into music because that sets the tone and it gets your mind off distractions, like distraction that we're going through right now. So you have some people that they be in their houses and they don't even know what to do. Like they're going crazy. Like I'm going to have to deal with this for like the next foreseeable future until the stuff slows down. Oh my God. Like. Why? And I know everybody's asking that same question. Why, why, why? The only answer that I can give you guys is is the fact that it is what it is. I I wish I can give you something more positive than that, but it just is what it is. It happens. I'm not saying it happened for a reason, but you you have to know what type of world and what type of generation that we're living in right now. We live around so much harm that if that harm goes completely out of control, then this is what we're dealing with. Now, unfortunately, this type of harm that we're dealing with, China did not have no control over this, which that's why it turned into a pandemic to begin with. Yes, it all started in China and it started in the city, which they had a festival that was cutting stuff, being insanitary. And all these people done spread it to thousands and more and more and more. And then it went overseas 
to South Korea, to France, to Australia, and to all the all the countries of Asia. And then it veered up to the United States. Now, I haven't heard of a new confirmed case in Canada. I haven't heard of anything that's the case in Canada. But you can't even roll up in, 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 in Canada. Like, they closed the borders to us. Can't even fly in Canada. So you think you're going to go up to Canada as a healthy person to get away? That's not happening. China currently was the epicenter. And now their cases are dropping. They only had 81,000 cases. 75,000 people recovered. And only 3,000 have passed away, unfortunately. So if you do the math, that's about right. That is literally about right. We're talking about maybe just about that number. And there's only a few cases in China now. And there's no new cases. So we're talking about over over 75,000 people have recovered. No viruses, no nothing, along with the rest of the country that has no virus, no nothing. And that out of, the, out of millions of people that could live in, 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 in China, only a few hundreds have the virus and they're quarantined or in isolation. So China is getting back to normal daily routine, but the country is still closed because the virus is still in other countries, including our country. So you have to look at the timeline of this. China had their first case back when we were celebrating Thanksgiving and Christmas. Now we're heading to April. As of this week, we are in April. And the cases are still skyrocketing. But China has no new cases. They shut that country completely down. And people did their part in China to make sure it doesn't spread like it did in the United States. We have to do the same thing. It's it's disappointing. It's fucked up. It's crazy. It's shitty. It's all of that in the bug. It sucks staying in the house. Trust me. I know. It sucks. I don't like staying in the house myself. Like today, I probably would have been at Starbucks or probably making some money on Uber Eats, which you still can, by the way. Or I could have been at a softball game. A lot of people who have Atlanta United tickets could have been at Atlanta United game. We could have done, done like literally a whole lot of things that you can do on a Sunday, but you can't now. We're stuck. We're quarantined. And sometimes how it is sometimes. 
Um, I say it sometimes twice, but that's just how it is. And that's is what we're dealing with. And if you do your part, stay strong and keep yourself occupied. We will go through this. And once it's over, we can definitely celebrate because I'm definitely celebrating. Trust me. <laughs> I'm definitely celebrating. Also, social media has been entertaining us. And really, that's the only full fledged of entertainment that we have at this point because we can't get it to nowhere else. I mean, the movies are shut down, the clubs and the bars are shut down. Um, like I said, the sporting venues are shut down, so you can't go see a game or a concert. The convention centers are shut down. You can't go and see um, displays and all that kind of stuff. And the parks are shut down. Can't go to a park. And you can't go to a playground. Social media. I tell you what, if it wasn't for social media. Being in a house wouldn't got. Being in a house would be so much worse. But thank God for social media, because social media will give you all the entertainment that will feed you throughout this quarantine time. I guess you want to call it. We have DJs that normally DJ at a club or a lounge or whatever. They're taking their services onto Instagram live feeds and they're making their money that way and people have uh, have definitely have chimed in so the DJs eventually are still getting paid maybe not as much as they do if they were in the club but this is their way of getting money because you got to realize about a DJ a DJ's main source of income, excuse me, is if they're not on the radio, they got to depend on the club. If the clubs are closed, guess what? They're losing money. You see what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, the DJs have to still get paid. They have obligations they got to take care of as well if they're not on radio. So this is when they're doing a live feeds. They're turning up your headphones. They're turning up your household. You know what I'm saying? You can hook your um, your phone through your speaker and have Instagram rolling and have, have, have that music just, just, you know, get that whole living room lit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, everybody got the lights going and dressing up like that. The club with the hookahs and the Hennessy bottles and, you know, Everything just just plan it out in the living room as if it's a club. Well, let's just say it like this the fun don't never stop, and that's what I'm saying when it comes back to doing stuff without being out. You can have your own party at the house, see what I'm saying. You have a DJ that goes virtual like that, which it could be another good business idea if, you know, DJs go virtual. They do mixes online to make money. 
get the house turned up. And you just put it through your speaker and for like maybe one hour or so, you know, the DJ would get your living room lit. Eventually, that's what DJs are doing now to keep their income earnings going until we fight through this pandemic. And then they're going to really get the clubs lit once it's all a bit over because everybody's going to pack these clubs. So it's going to be that stressful. <laughs> it's going to be real stressful. Everybody's going to be traveling because this is real stressful. A lot of people going to be traveling. I mean, airline fares, like airline tickets right now are so cheap. I haven't seen airline tickets this cheap in shoot ever since I was born really like I've never seen airline tickets that's this cheap and you're going from like for example I've seen a price of a one-way ticket to and from um well like if you were to live in Miami going to Los Angeles you know that's literally nearly a five-hour flight. Normally, those tickets goes in like maybe round trip, maybe about five to eight hundred dollars, because you got to go from one part of the United States to the other part. So you got to literally go through the whole country to get to California from Miami. So the flight will be a lot more up there. But that flight one way is $32. $32 one way. If you want to book a future vacation before those fares jump up higher to their original price, buy those fares now. Buy those tickets right now. This is your opportunity. If you book a trip, say, for instance, for October, if you want to go to Los Angeles, if those tickets are like $10 for a round trip, get them. Because I tell you what, these prices are going to remain low until they get their business back. And this is their only way of getting their business back is if they make the prices cheap. So if they make the prices cheap, a whole lot of people will be booking, booking, booking. And guess what? They will make their profits back. They'll make all the money that they 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 normally allocate before the pandemic arises. And guess what? You're not going to see a hundred, two, three, four, five hundred plane tickets until probably later on in the year. But if you buy those plane tickets right now, they are the cheapest because there's nobody flying. They are losing money. And once this pandemic is over, they're going to have to gain profit in order to keep everything going. Delta already has to rehire 5,000 employees because now they don't have the money to pay every employee while they're at home. And really, this mostly affects, affects the flight attendants. 
Because their job is on the plane. If those planes are not flying, then they don't make no money. They're not working. So they're the ones that are suffering from this along with other people who works to keep the business running, like the servers and the waiters. You know, the cooks are still working because you need to cook the food in order to, you know, bring that thing out to take out. But we're talking about the bartenders, the servers, the waitresses, the waiters. Same thing. They don't have jobs. They'll have no source of income that's coming. So we have to think about that a little bit, guys, girls, women, men. We have to think about the people and pray for the people that this pandemic really is affecting. And they will bounce back and it will bounce back stronger than ever. Especially for my small businesses, you will bounce back. Also, speaking of small businesses, um, and this may be off topic, but I'm about to get out of here, so why not make this a topic? I uh, want to give a grand shout out to um, the people, well, I've, I'm following the owner or whatnot, but um, everybody knows that Edgewood is popular for um, great nightlife and great businesses, and majority of them are black owned. Uh, and we're talking about in restaurants and bars. Well, there has been a business that pretty much is taking over Edgewood and has been, even though it's a very, very small establishment but they are still making gross profit. Being a black owned business. Fins and feathers. Now, they have some great food, great music. If you're a hookah person, they got those on deck. They have great brunches and also they have great dinners, have great bar selections, all that. Well, I want to announce that I'm pretty sure that the new location will open once this pandemic concern has dried up. But they have moved that same vibe, that same type of business that's at Edgewood to Douglasville. So everybody that's over on the west side of Atlanta is over in Douglasville. That's Pretty much a little bit far away from Atlanta, but not too far from Douglasville. Fins and Feathers is opening up another restaurant, their second, in Douglasville. It's much bigger, much more modern, and guess what? It has that same feel as you would get at the one in Edgewood. I cannot wait to see it for myself, okay? Probably me and... um. You know, and my love, Shawnee, will go and check that out one day once it opens. But um, shout out to the owner. He has did an amazing job bringing that type of culture to Atlanta to feed into the Atlanta culture. And it's pretty much Young Millennials has been loving it so far. And he's he's 
he's he's a new school field guy. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the owner himself, but it just seems like he's very, very successful. He knows what's good for the market of Atlanta and he has profited off this and now he is moving um, his innovation to Douglasville. So go ahead and check out Fins and Feathers in Douglasville. Um, I don't know when it's going to open. I'm pretty sure he's ready to open. But of course, with the COVID-19 pandemic going on, it's delaying it. But it's going to be that same vibe, very modern feel. Um, like, let me get this straight now. This is not a club. It can turn into a club, though, but it is not. It is a restaurant and bar, just like the Escobar. They also, um, speaking of Escobar, they also open another location, Escobar South on Mount Zion Parkway um, in Clayco. Um, shout out to them, uh, Snoop and 2 Chains. Um, um, getting Escobar South down to the level where it needs to be. Also, um, Two Chains has opened a uh, a gentleman's shop. So shout out to them, man, doing big things. Uh, entrepreneurship in Atlanta is going crazy right now. But anyways, uh, Finn and Feathers in Douglasville will open soon. Go ahead and check that out. It's already um, a huge hype. Um, with that location. So I'm pretty sure that location is going to be a big deal because it's more space, it's bigger, uh, and it's more modern. It's, it's, I can't wait to check it out myself. All right. So follow uh, Fins and Feathers Douglasville. They do have their own Instagram. They just started it up. He's, uh, this person, um, I guess the owner, um, has give you a little bit of snippet of what it's going to look like on the inside. The sound system is awesome. I'm pretty sure the DJ, whoever going to be DJing there is going to be just as awesome. Um, they are looking for servers. They are looking for waitresses. They're looking for people to operate the business. So if you're interested, that's the Instagram, Fins and Feathers Douglasville. All right. And go ahead, check them out when it's open. I'm going to check them out when they're open. And I'm going to also give you the tea on another podcast um, um, on another podcast when I'm well I'm missing up my words now uh, on another podcast where I will explain about the greatest spots in Atlanta and I will have a special guest for that podcast coming soon all right so meanwhile people to end this podcast, make sure you don't get depressed. Make sure you don't, you know, get crazy being, you know, punished for no reason. Getting quarantined and getting forced to stay at home because it's a good reason why we have to do this so we can stop the spread of this virus. And that way we can get back to our normie, normal daily routine of going to work and play and having fun, getting lit, you know, throwing money in the strip clubs on booties and all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Everybody want to go golfing. Everybody want to go to Six Flags. Everybody want to go ride the horse, the horses downtown. Um, everybody want to go and ride those little scooters in Centennial Olympic Park. It's a lot of stuff that we would love to do 
um, that we can't do now, uh, that we can't do right now, but the time is coming. We will beat this. You just have to do your part. Stay at home. If you're sick, stay at home. Keep washing your hands. Keep sanitizing your hands. And for uh, and um, if you want to know more about the guidelines, the guidelines is on www.cdc.gov. You can check out those um, COVID-19 guidelines and what you need to do to play a part in start uh, in, in stopping this spread of the disease. All right. With that being said, stay safe, stay at home, keep yourself occupied, have fun in the house like you would do outside the house. You know what I'm saying? Keep making little TikTok videos. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to learn to dance right now, but I'm just, I just can't grasp it in right now. But practice makes perfect, right? That's what's up. All right. Well, I go by the name of Christopher Monroe, also known as DJCM, if you just want to do my DJ name. All right. Once again, my social media as follows. On Instagram, I have two of them. The first one is Turn Up DJCM. And the second one is I Am Chris M ATL. I post different stuff from time to time on both Instagrams. So just follow those both because one information I post on one Instagram, I may not post it on the other one. So at least if you follow both, then you'll get whatever I post, no matter where I post from. Also, if you're on Facebook, I am on Facebook too. Um, I don't have much room left because I got over 4,000 friends, but do uh, check me out and add me as a friend or follow me. Uh, my Facebook is Christopher Dream Big Monroe, and Monroe is M U N R O E. All right. So the next podcast, I will let you know about that later when it comes. But for right now, let's beat this virus and let's kick this virus ass. That sounds like a white person when I say <laughs> Woo! I cracked myself up. No, I really didn't. But anyway, uh, stay safe. Uh, Be blessed. Stay prayed up. And I will see you guys on the next episode of Just Vibing. Bye for now.